This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomer listeners. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show on this beautiful Sunday morning. We're glad you're here with us. I'm Jason Laidler with the world-famous Ted Walsh. And good morning, Ted. How are you today? Good morning to you, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, and happy Thanksgiving to uh, one and all listening for this beautiful Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. Are you celebrating today or can't tomorrow? can't believe it's here already. Um, I think we're probably celebrating tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's a, a traditional Sunday thing. I mean, Monday thing. Yeah, today would be Sunday. Today's Sunday, right. Yeah, I'm celebrating today. With what? Uh, the whole... The family. My, my daughter is preparing a meal. The traditional Tur- turkey, turkey dinner? Yeah. I was pushing for ham. Well, I was going to say, did you turkey and, and ham? No, nah, you... she's just doing turkey. No, yeah. with, with a bunch of other things as well. I was pushing for ham. Yeah. Because I like my ham, but uh, she's pushed for turkey. But we sawed it off because she's making pumpkin pie. I was going to ask you about dessert Homemade because that's a very important, yeah. very important part of the dinner. Yeah. And then she makes her own uh, and I whipped love... cream too. Come on. She does. Yeah, she makes the pumpkin pie from scratch? Yeah, she does. You're going to save me a piece, right? I uh, dough. <laughs> <laughs> I love pumpkin pie. I think so it's probably I. my favorite. I could eat it all, all, all year long. Yeah, but it's only like and twice I, I a know, year or something. I right? know some people, they just, no, no, you only eat it. Uh, why? Who said who? <laughs> That's a good question. Who says who? That's a good question. Why is that? Yeah, I It's mean, like people only eat turkey at Thanksgiving and, and at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have turkey like in February? Um, maybe, maybe this is a bit... Uh, inappropriate but a, a farmer friend of mine lives just houses away yeah. and i was talking to him the other day and on that day eight thousand turkeys were going to what he calls the spa the spa yes yes and, an uh, extended vacation right so i you know you, you can uh, i don't have to explain yeah. what the spa means for yeah. these for these guys but eight thousand of them he's like yeah you want to come watch i'm like no thanks <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, uh, he says there's nothing to see. He says they just get loaded onto a truck. It's no big deal. I'm like, nope, not interested in seeing that either. No, because you you know that one of them Ig- gonna, ignorance gonna, is gonna, bliss. They're going to catch your eye. One of these trickers is going to catch your eye and is going to look at you, and you're going to go, oh, geez, why, yeah. why did you look at me? Like ignorance that? is bliss. I wonder though, you it's know, true. it's true. I guess there'll be a lot of families who are adjusting because of COVID. Yeah, the normal uh, Thanksgiving routine. I would imagine so, but I think now you're talking here in, in this province, people 12 and over, where like 80, 81% have been uh, vaxxed, so I think a lot of those concerns uh, have fallen by the wayside. And well, you, can, you know, you can, you can invite more than just five people to your house now, right? So True, uh, but yeah, I can, I'm here to say a lot of people still are concerned when we get calls in uh, from the listeners who want uh, information, who want meetings. Often the meetings are outdoors if it's if it's yeah, a half no, decent you're right. day. No, you're and right. And I got I'm perfectly happy. I'm I'm not complaining. I'd almost rather meet outside on a nice day. Yeah. 
And we're uh, running these, out of those. Though. Well, I was just going to say, in these fall days, I mean, so many people say it's their favorite time of season, and I'm on. I'm one of those people. Same, same with me. Yeah, same love with it. Me. Comfortable. It gets, it gets a little cool at night, though. I love that. Sleeping with the window open a crack, and it's no, probably no, no, better for you. Outside, I'm saying. Yeah. You don't hang around outside when it's eight degrees. No, but the cool air comes into your house. And, well, no, I know that. And it's better for you, I think, and you have a better sleep. But the leaves are changing, of course, and um, I'm going on these uh, now. I Tangent here. Now that I have a, a new level of my motorcycle license, I've been uh, enjoying some scenic motorcycle rides yeah. with my wife. We both have a, a license. I spent uh, an entire weekend recently doing the course to upgrade my license. So now I'm, uh, what do you call it? I'm now, now who, let me just, I'm just curious because you're, you're, you're in your fifties. Just, thank you. Okay. Well, I mean, what would be the age of the people who are taking that course? Is it younger people? Is it middle-aged people? Well, uh, seniors? The instructor, who, who the instructor said to me, that's a, that's an older bike you're sitting on there. I said, that's okay. I'm an older guy. Cause I think I was probably the oldest guy mm-hmm. in the group. Maybe, but maybe just, and to answer your question... But but you already have your license. I, I had to renew it. It's a long story. I can tell you this, though. Getting a motorcycle license today in Ontario is no picnic. It takes... It, it's, it's so frustrating. Why more of it isn't uh, available online, I don't understand. But anyway, the whole weekend. It, took, it killed my whole weekend. Not not this weekend, a, a few weeks ago. And that's tough to do, to kill your whole weekend well, like that. But you know what? It's, it's a smart idea because it's... You know, of course. There's not, not much chance of survival in any kind of serious accident. <laughs> or, yeah, or even a non-serious accident, yeah. really. It's going to hurt. Well, hey, there was a guy who was driving in Mississauga who slid coming around a corner, and his bike slid underneath my wife's car. No. Wiping out the undercarriage of her car. He walked away. Wow. His bike was wiped, but he walked away. And, of course, it was stressful for your wife, yeah. I'm sure. And she was driving a... Uh, uh, well, a higher-end car, and he kept saying to her, well, can't you put down on the insurance that it was a lower-end car? And he, she said, no, what I'm is not going to lie. Oh, because of the repair well, bill? Well, exactly, exactly, because mm. he didn't want, now his insurance company's going to have to pay more because it's a higher-end car. And she said, I'm not going to lie about what, what the make of the car was, especially when the cops show up and they're taking a report. Sure. What, are you going to, you know, contradict what the, what the police are writing? What an idiot! Well, we're maybe luck- he banged his head and didn't yeah, know maybe what he, was he did. I don't know. And I've mentioned before that I'm I'm north of the city, yeah. So we're lucky in the sense that uh, like the streets that, that I live on are mm-hmm. very quiet. And I'm not talking. I'm not going on the highway. I'm not interested in going on the highway no, at no. all. N- that's not going to happen. But you know, I can take these. Nice- I hate going on the highway with a car. Exactly. So do I. With those sixteen wheels, fifty-three foot tractor trailers, nice paved roads mm-hmm. where I can't see a car. I can't see one in front of me, can't see one behind me. I just see farmer's fields and uh, beautiful changing trees. Now, when, are you still got the training wheels? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's a big bike. Uh, it's taking some getting used to. It's a 1500cc uh, Vulcan. It's, it's large. So it's... Uh, well, what do you think about these, these, these three-wheel bikes? Because somebody told me, and I don't know, I've never ridden on one, but somebody told me that they're very difficult to turn, to negotiate a turn. I don't know, uh, having not ridden one either, but, but I don't know they, that say, for a fact. they say they're, they're, they're good for late bloomers, guys who are, or girls, who are getting their license late in life, who don't have 30 years of riding experience, mm-hmm. but they want uh, experience in some way, shape, or form, the open air experience, and uh, yeah. it's, it's well suited for them, apparently. Yeah. I think... There's two options, right? There's there's one with two wheels in the front, 
and the other one has two wheels in the back. One's a spider. I don't know which is which. Yeah, I think it's the one with the two wheels in the front It's more difficult to negotiate than the one with the two wheels in the back. But, but I could be wrong. I don't know. In fact, I probably am wrong. However... However, it is... Well, probably... enjoy. Let, let me know how your trips go. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'll... Um, no, I was going to say, maybe I'll ride on this to see you one day, but no, that's not going to happen. No. You'd have to take the highway to get to. That's right. Meet you in the middle, maybe. <laughs> or you can come up to beautiful uh, Georgina and, uh, <laughs> and um, buy me lunch I could, on the lake. Yeah, I could do that. It is the Avoid Probate Show, though, and uh, we're going to talk about probate, of course, all things related to probate and how to avoid it in particular. We have a special guest this week that uh, I'm happy to introduce uh, after the break, but uh, I guess we should go there right now so we can get to the good stuff. Yes. We'll be uh, top up your coffee and tea. We'll be right back after this quick break. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember... Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because... Insert your name. ...did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of... Insert your name. ...have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca this is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Avoid Probate Show with Jason Laidler, who, of course, is the president of Avoid Probate, and me, Ted Walshen. And just a disclaimer for you, the information provided in this program is for general consumption only and is not intended to provide particular legal or investment advice. Every situation is different, so if you have legal or investment questions, you should speak with a licensed expert, or of course, you can contact Jason. Email info at avoidprobate, which is one word, dot .ca, that's info at avoidprobate.ca, or call toll-free 1-844-667-7628, 1-844-667-7628. And as uh, Jason mentioned prior to our break here, we have a special guest with us. He is a realtor and a published author. He is Chip Barkell. Welcome to the program, Chip. Thank you very much for having me. Are you a biker? I'm not. I've ridden on a motorcycle on a few occasions. Uh-huh. Um, that was in India. And, wow. That'd be scary. <laughs> a little scary, but it was kind of fun. Everybody has, has um, bikes there. Yeah. A scooter, scooter in, yeah. in Rome. That's uh, scary, too. Well, Chip, uh, like Ted said, welcome to the show here. We're glad you're here because you are a wealth of information with regard to uh, real estate, especially with, the, with regard to helping senior citizens. Tell us a little bit about your, uh, yourself, your experience. Well, I'm a realtor. I work all over the city of Toronto. One of the questions I get is, what part of the city do you work in? And I say, well, I'm all about relationships. I'm client-centric. I go where my clients take me. So I've worked from Uxbridge to Burlington and as far north as Aurora. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's uh, where, you know, houses are all over. Clients are more important than the house. Now, do you work for a specific brokerage? I'm with EXP Realty. Okay. Okay, and I understand we have a mutual friend uh, who has also been a guest on the show, uh, Carrie Armstrong. Yes, I've done quite a bit of work with Dell Manor. They're opening a new community up in Aurora. I've seen it. And uh, it looks, it's going to be beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I, I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. And it's the size of it. And uh, 
Yeah, it's opening soon. That's right. It's going to be their largest so far. I think there are about 242 suites. And um, so I've worked there, but I work with some of the other Dell Miners as well. Okay, well, maybe, maybe we should uh, jump off that because uh, you do have okay, the title of, of this book with the, the seven questions that uh, you should ask your realtor. Well, I want to get to this and, and talk about these, some of these seven questions. We probably won't get through all of it today. But Dell Manor, you know, you're dealing with seniors and retirement living that Dell Manor offers is one of several options, right, for seniors who are thinking of downsizing. That's correct. So what, what are some of the other options that you might be dealing with? Well, the whole idea of aging in place, sometimes that means staying in your neighborhood, um, but um, going to either a condo or um, some other kind of rental, uh, you know, life lease um, or retirement home. Um, It sometimes means starting out just staying in your home and getting additional help in. So there's various levels um, uh, in terms of the the term aging in place. doesn't mean you're going to stay where you are. But you may want to stay in the neighborhood. You have your church, your doctors, your friends, mm-hmm. your bridge club, things like that that you want to stay close to. Or there could be a facility that's uh, nearby. I see them popping up all over the place. Uh, seniors' homes, I guess. That's correct. Uh, you know, that's correct. A multi-level. Um, there's one being built near my house. It's amazing how fast it's being built. But I know they're, they're popping up everywhere because it's hard to keep up, really, with the demand. And I think there's a waiting list for some of these places. That's the thing. And, you know, some people say, I'm, I want to wait until I'm, I'm not sure I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the answer is don't wait until you're ready. Go before you're ready. Once you get into a community that has more than one level of service, um, if you need to move up to a higher level of service, chances are you won't be able to unless you're already within the community. Right. Well, and that's the thing. People, well, I don't know if I'm if I'm ready, and and I don't know when when you know that you're ready, unless you've gotten to a point now where you can't care for yourself. And as, as you mentioned, at that point, uh, you if if you think that I'm already at that point where I can't wait, you might not have an option because you might have yeah. to wait. No, it's tell people. Um, if you wait until you have to do it because of health reasons, often the choice will be taken away from you. Either your children are going to make the decision while you're in hospital, or there are only so many spaces available in the GTA, and you may not be in a geographic location that you want to be in. So your choices and freedom of choice is going to be taken away do you from have, you. Do you see that much where, or very often I should say, where the children have, have come to you and, you know, mom or dad, may, because of their... Maybe they've lost capacity of some in some way, or they're in the hospital, or they're just not sure exactly what's going on anymore. And the kids are saying, "I need to sell this house, and I'm going to do it on behalf. I'm going to use my exercise my power of attorney and sell this property." Do you see that happening? Yes, it does happen from time to time. In fact, I have uh, a couple of properties right now that are under contract. Um, one of them, the power of attorney, I had to kind of rein him in a little bit and say, well, no, I don't need you to sign. Your mother's capable of signing. She's right here. <laughs> Advocate for her. She's my client. Yeah. But in the other but case... Hold on a second. Being right here beside me doesn't mean she has capacity. Well, no, that's correct. But she didn't. In her case, she did. Okay. And I said, that's fine. It's good to know in case she's not available because she was moving out of province. Mm-hmm. Um, the other case, the client whose home I was selling has moved to retirement home and you know, her capacity is somewhat diminished. So I'm dealing with uh, the son, uh, daughter, and uh, and son in that case. Um, and I should just um, add to that for the benefit of the listeners that the power of attorney 
Uh, we get this question quite often with regard to capacity. The, a lot of people don't realize the power of attorney, when that's created and you've given somebody, usually a child, adult child, the authority to act on your behalf, most of the time that power of attorney is valid the day you sign it. And a lot of people don't realize that. If you want that to be um, a contingent power of attorney, if you want that to only kick in upon some event happening, i.e. a diagnosis, you know, where the doctor says, yes, mom or dad has lost capacity. If you want... If you don't, if you want that kind of power of attorney, you have to specify that. If you don't specify it, it's effective on day one, and that's something a lot of people don't realize. So that the person that you've appointed power of attorney now can uh, supersede your decision? No, they can't supersede it, but they could use it uh, without you knowing about it. Mm-hmm. Right? They could go to the bank and they could make transactions and they can do everything you could do. That's how powerful this document is. They can do everything you could do except change the will and change a, a beneficiary designation. But other than that, they can trade, they can sell, they can borrow, they can put a lien on the house, they can do all, they, everything you could do. So it's very, very powerful. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time talking about powers of attorney, but it certainly it comes up in the work that, that you're doing. Chip, it as, certainly as, does. As and I always, um, I, I try not to give advice, but um, one, one thing I learned uh, the hard way your power of attorney and your executor should be the same person because you want to make sure there's something left to execute. <laughs> okay, good point. And the other thing I should, well, it's the power of attorney show all of a sudden, but we're going to move off of it right now. But I want to say first, um, the power of attorney ceases at death, right? A lot of people don't realize that either. So to your point about executing transactions, you know, the, the authority switches. When mom's alive, you're doing it under the authority of the power of attorney. The second mom's not alive anymore, if you're named as the executor, you're now you're doing it under the authority of that. And that's part of the probate process, right? You can't be the executor until you've gone through the probate process and had the, the courts in Ontario agree and, and designate you and assign you that, that power to, to be the executor and act in that way. So here we, we talk about avoiding the probate process as much as possible because ideally, ideally, you know, nothing goes through the estate so that there's no probate process required and no pound of flesh needing to be paid. Um, we can talk about that. I want to get. I want to talk about that, of course, and, and you have some stories as well. Um, we've got a few more minutes before the break. So tell us, have you got uh, probate stories or horror stories or anything? Well, I do have um, an estate. It's not really a probate story per se, but uh, I had a neighbor who um, I was acquainted with, and she was in her home for 66 years. And one day I saw her house had sold, and I looked at the price, and I thought, ah, oh, she probably could have done better than that. Um, <laughs> yeah. She was there for 66 years. Five months later, the new buyer resold the home for an additional $500,000. Wow. She had sold it through a realtor who knocked on the door representing a builder, and um, she left $500,000 on the table. I would have loved to have helped her. I advocate a lot for seniors. A lot of my clientele is senior, um, but if they don't call, I can't help and what what of these signs that I see, uh, which seemingly have become fairly common, where it's a for sale sign, but it says coming soon. <laughs> it, near where my my daughter and son in law live, there was a, a beautiful house that had one of those coming soon signs, and then about a week or so later, I came back to visit them and I saw that it was sold, and I said, "Well, I said, what were they? Excuse me, I said, what were they asking?" She said, "It never went on the market." 
Well, that's not the way it's supposed to work. That's what I figured. <laughs> there are a couple of different ways of selling. You can set your price, and first offer you get, you'll look at it, either accept it or not accept it. Um, that's the price, and that's kind of the old way of selling. Um, last 10 or 15 years, people have come up with um, holding back on offers. So let's say October 1st, you bring something on the market, you're going to wait a week or seven or eight days before you take offers. Um, and that, so prior to that coming soon, sign goes up, just give people a heads up. There's going to, you know, it's going to be a short window, let's hopefully, uh, on the market and lets them know. And in some cases, that does the consumers a favor because it gives them a chance to actually get in and see the house. Whereas, you know, if something just goes up and goes down in one day, because like, well, I didn't even get a chance to see it. I'm working or, you know, right. but, but if it says coming soon, that's, they're not asking you to come visit. No, no. Uh, generally, um, the best practice is that you do not sell during the coming soon period. It's really intended to um, create, you know, get the information out there that it's going to be on the market and create a little bit of excitement and, and um, sense of competition so that the who are selling might end up with a multiple creating a buzz creating, creating a buzz. buzz that's right can you sell is it possible to sell during the coming soon period well it's really up to the seller you know if if somebody calls me um it depends on what my directions are from the yeah. seller if, if it says we're going to sell it on the 10th of the month whatever that month is um and that's it that's that's the date that it's in writing However, what we sometimes add a clause to that, sellers reserve the right to review really? preemptive offers, which are offers Seems a little consume. disingenuine to me. Well, it's... it's Dirty pool, man. Dirty pool. It's all about giving the client the chance to, to get the best price for their property. And it's kind of a one-off situation. Um, it's not a blanket. Sometimes we'll set one price, and other times we'll, we'll do that holdback situation. Okay, we're going to go into a break. Uh, before we do that, uh, we kind of cut you off in the beginning here of this segment, and we didn't really get a, get a chance for you to tell us about your, your designations, mm-hmm. because I know you've been doing this to a long time, and you've got a lot of uh, special skills. Talk about what some of those designations look like that you've, you're proud to earn. Yes, I hold a uh, luxury marketing uh, designation for real estate. I, own, or, or I also hold a senior's Real estate specialist, SERES designation, so I deal a lot with seniors, and a real estate digital marketing uh, um, designation. I always tell seniors that you don't have to understand the internet or the digital piece. It's just know that it's an important part of the marketing plan, and you want to make sure you have a realtor that understands that aspect of it. I like the uh, sounds of the luxury part. Yes. So, like high-end homes, I guess. High-end. In Toronto, that's probably $3 million or up. That can't be too tough to find, though. <laughs> These days, it's getting, uh, it's getting, getting easier getting right. easier that's every right. day. Okay. We're going to um, jump in and look at some of these uh, detailed questions that uh, you talk about in the book here. But first, we're going to take a quick break. So, we'll be right back. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. 
My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Marilyn is a good daughter who wants the best for her elderly mom. Um, why is she overdrawn on her account? What's going on here? Her mom had money, much of which was tied up in non-registered accounts like GICs, paying next to no interest, which meant... She was dipping into her capital big time because the residence she was staying in was very costly. So she was overdrawn on her account four times a month. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs using her power of attorney. The bank refused, saying the accounts were in her mom's name only, and then rubbed salt in the wound. They pushed it back on the family and said it was all our fault. We should have been on top of it, not them. That's when Marilyn got a hold of Jason at avoidprobate.ca. He accompanied Marilyn to the bank to move mom's money. Why? The insurance companies now have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks have. Plus, we can also put a 100% death benefit guarantee on the account once it's at the insurance company. Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca. I don't know how long my mother is going to live. None of us know. So my thing was, if she lives to 100, there'll be more than enough money to sustain her. How was avoidprobate.ca able to help Marilyn's mom? It's a good news story. The account is earning money. Much more than it did when it was at the bank in a low-paying GIC. But more importantly, it's still 100% mom's money. There's no joint owner on the account, but there is a beneficiary on the account, which wasn't there before. Which means no tax issues and no probate to worry about. I share my story with as many people as I can, and I hand out Jason's cards to lots of people and say, this man, he'll walk you through it. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number, but call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You're listening to the Avoid Probate Show. Jason Laidler, me, Ted Wallace, and our special guest this week, Chip Barkell. He is a realtor and a published author. He's just released his second book. Uh, talk to us about the, the two books. Your first book, the, the Elephant in the Room. Yeah, The Elephant in the Room is a book that I put together. Um, it's seven questions that those that are 60, 60 plus need to ask their realtor but don't. Okay. So these are questions like... That's you, Ted, by the well, way. Well, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Let's talk about the second book and then we'll go back to this Okay. One. The second book is um, just recently published. It's called Becoming a Local Leader, How to Grow Your Business Through Relationship um, Building. Okay, so we go back now to the first book, The Elephant in the Room, Seven Questions Those 60-plus Need to Ask, but generally don't. Um, we'll go through all seven, but tell me in your estimation, Chip, the most important of these seven, if, if that's, a, in fact, a possibility. Well, the most important one is I've never done this before. How can I possibly do it? Where do I start? Often if someone is, has been widowed, maybe the spouse has been involved in the previous sale or purchase. Or in one case, I have a client who's been in their home 72 years. Wow. She's never sold. So um, the, the key there is don't try to do everything on your own. Um, hire professionals. There's help out there. Often if there are kids in the picture, they live in another province, they, they're professionals, they have families, they have other commitments as well, and they've never done it either. <laughs> so yeah. um, hire professionals, whether it's downsizers or a storage unit or uh, consignment shops, things like that. I guess for some people, you know, you've, you've accumulated so many uh, articles, so many items over the years that it, it's, it's a daunting task 
to say the least. And you think, well, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Where's it going to go? How am I going to deal with it? It's huge. In fact, I've thought that myself. I've been in my home for about 12 years, and I look around and think, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. And um, probably I wouldn't, I would be going to, you know, a sizable home, but smaller than where I'm in. So it, it is a daunting task. And often that, um, that avoidance is people just stay in their home, don't do anything. Now, if somebody comes to you and they say, okay, well, what, what do I need to do? Can you help me? Can you guide me through the steps? Absolutely. I have a whole host of professionals that I uh, refer to. Uh, one is a downsizer that I work with. Um, I work with various retirement homes in the uh, in GTA, um, lawyers that I can recommend. So there are different professionals that are necessary to a real estate transaction. Financial advisors. Financial advisors, things like that. Usually people by that point have their own financial advisor. But whatever is necessary, um, I'll do those uh, referrals. I got a couple of comments on that. But getting back to the, the person who's been in the house for a long time, one of the calls that we get here on the Avoid Probate Show, and again, uh, that's, that's where you are at the Avoid Probate Show with Jason Laidler and Ted Walshin and our special guest, Chip. Um, granddad passes away, bought the house 50 years ago. At the time, grandma was not working, and so she was not put on the title. There was no reason to put her on the title. And now he's gone. And she has to pay probate on the house that she's been in for the last 50 years because she's not on title. And people are shocked. And, you know, the, the children and the grandchildren are calling me saying, is this, are you kidding? Is this, this is real? My mom or my grandmother has to pay $20,000 in probate fees just to stay in the house that she's been in for the last 50 years? I'm like, yeah, unfortunately. So... Heads, heads up, folks, if, if your mom or your grandparents have been in the same home for a long time, double check and make sure that both of them are on the title and that will avoid this probate problem. Absolutely. It's important to get advice and seek professionals before there's a need um, yeah. so that you can avoid some of those situations. Downsizing in the GTA, you're looking at rough, rough math, a million dollars plus for selling a house in the GTA and that money's got to go somewhere. And if it goes to the bank... You've got a probate problem there because you cannot put a beneficiary on non-registered money at the bank. And you can't register a million dollars. You might have, well, if you're over 71, you don't have any RSP room because you've riffed it. Uh, you have TFSA room. The max on the TFSA is $75,500 this year. So fine, take off the first 76000 uh, The other 900 and change, you've got to put it somewhere. You cannot register it. And that's where we come in with the solution at avoidprobate.ca. The, the remarkably simple solution is let us manage those funds for you at an insurance company where the rules are different. And now you can name the church, the kids, the cat, whoever you want to name as beneficiaries, and that will avoid the probate problem. The bank's solution to the problem is to make it joint with somebody, which I think is usually a bad idea and can create more problems than it solves. And we've talked about the joint, the, the, the pitfalls, the potential pitfalls of joint accounts. We've talked about it many times, so I won't go into it now. But if you want to know what they are, give our office a call during the week, and I'd be happy to explain what some of them are. I think there's a mailbag item uh, this week talking about um, joint accounts. But, uh, Chip, that, that's our solution here, as simple as it is. And, and people say, how come I've never heard this before? Smart people come up to me all the time and, and say, I've never heard this. What's, is, is it legal? And I, I giggle. I mean, of course it's legal. And I just say it's the best kept secret in the country because the bank's not going to tell you to move your money. No. And that's actually my very first question in the elephant in the room. Does a move make good financial sense? And you just gave them a good example of why it might make good financial sense to sell your family home that you've been in for 50 or 60 years, um, 
place the money uh, with professionals and um, move on to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's two questions we've looked at. We've got five more from the elephant in the room with the author, realtor Chip Barkel. Give us an, a third. A third one is, can I just stay here until my health forces me um, to move? And the answer is yes, but that removes some of the choice from you. Um, if you wait until you're hospitalized, mm. um, two things might happen. Children are going to step in and they're going to make the decision where you're going to go. Um, or um, there are only so many spots available in the GTA at any given time. Mm. There's waiting lists. So your kids might live in Burlington and you might end up in Pickering, you know, <laughs> so um, not convenient and not where you would choose to go. So it's important to be proactive and um, make these choices when you're able to. Are you, are you finding that you mentioned the waiting list. I mean, it seems to me like these uh, living places for seniors, I mean, it's all over the radio and they're popping up everywhere. I mean, is the waiting list getting longer or is the waiting list getting smaller? Well, it really depends on the level of care. A lot of these uh, retirement homes offer uh, two or three levels of care. Um, the, the first level might be independent living yeah. and then assisted living. So. There are only there are fewer spots for assisted living. So if they um, have spots become available, usually it's people that are already in independent care within that community that are going to move up. And, and then even with assisted living, there are levels in there. Be if, if, yeah. for example, if you're dealing with dementia, with Alzheimer's, memory care, that's that's a different floor altogether right. in, in a complex. That's right. If it's even available in that particular if it's available, community, right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Some have them, some don't. And then long term care, where we're talking uh, more kind of the nursing home kind of care that's uh, Mm -hmm. more 24-hour or close to it. Okay. So that's three. Let's go to number four. Number four is how drastically will my life change? And I always say hopefully it will change for the best, not just the better, but best. Um, It's the next chapter of your life. I have a friend who moved into a retirement home at 74. I personally didn't think that she was ready and... um, of course, anybody that runs a retirement home will come to back and say, I don't want them when they're ready. I want them before they're ready yeah. so that they can enjoy the amenities. Uh, my friend was 74. She met her her neighbor across the hall was 84. Um, that was 16 years ago. They're now 90 and 100. Wow. And they kind of look after each other. And <laughs> yeah. she met her new best friend. And um, they're involved in each other's lives, baking, going back and forth, That's come for great. dinner. So it's a, real, it's a real community. Okay. The book is called The Elephant in the Room, Seven Questions Those 60-plus Need to Ask Another Realtor. But don't question number five, Chip. <laughs> Uh, another question that, um, should I sell my house to a realtor that knocks on the door with a firm offer? And the important thing to realize is that you are selling unrepresented in that situation. That realtor is representing whoever the buyer is, and you could be leaving the money on the table, much like I told the mm-hmm. story earlier. I've had a couple of good stories around that and bad stories. One person called me and said, I was offered $1.9 million wow. for, for my house. And I said, well, it's actually not a bad offer, but is it the best offer? And the only way we'll know is if we market your home properly. We did do that, and I was able – I said to her, even if you only get $50,000 more, where I come from, $50,000 is a lot of money. Sure. And uh, she agreed, and um, wow. we marketed her home, and she sold it for $350,000 more. What? $2.25 million. What? So, and that was a win-win. Um, that woman was – there was a couple, and they were 90s, and that's money that they can use in their retirement or – Gift to their um, children. Wow. Well, two, two million dollar home. What's the line transfer fee on that? 
Oh, land transfer fee would probably be about $75,000. Okay, well, there's, there's three quarters of it right there That's with the right. $50,000. That's right. And the probate yeah. fee is about uh, $30,000. And, of course, the other question we get regularly is, Never mind the investments because that's the easy part that I talked about already a yeah. few minutes ago. But what about the home? And thirty grand in in probate fees. Well, again, that's nothing to sneeze at either. And the short answer is yes. You can avoid the probate on the principal residence on any real property by using something called a bear trust. Uh, we've got the lawyers on 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 the team and the avoidprobate.ca team who deal with these bear trusts every day, especially lately because I've been sending people their way every day because uh, that's how many calls we're getting. But uh, I mean, the listeners are always curious to know. Okay, okay, Jason, I understand that we can avoid the probate on the investments by moving them to the insurance company. But what about the house? It's a little it's a little trickier, and it certainly costs more than nothing, but it's definitely doable. Okay, question number six. Um, well, it goes back to um, being overwhelmed with um, all your stuff. What do I do with this stuff? Um, hire a downsizer. It's money well spent. And, and some people may, and, and we've had people to learn some of the things that they have that they don't necessarily <laughs> want anymore. Uh, it could be worth a fair amount of money. Yes, absolutely. I have um, downsizer I work with. There was a banjo that was kind of cool looking, and the owner thought that it was worth a couple hundred dollars. He had gotten a, a quote from somebody. And this person, my downsizer, said, I think it's probably worth a little bit more. In her mind, it was maybe worth two or 3000 but she said, let me do some research on your behalf. And it sold at auction for over $25,000. Yeah, it was a banjo. Yeah, it was a Fender banjo from the 30s. No way. So, a Fender. You know, a Fender, that's right. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, that's just... Um, I took banjo lessons, by the way. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I did. I, I used to have one. I, I lent it to someone, and of course, I never saw it again. And yeah. probably just as well. Okay. Uh, the book, again, is called uh, The Elephant in the Room, Seven Questions Those 60-plus Need to Ask Their Realtor But Don't. Seventh question. The last question is, um, how far away will I have to move? And we touched on this a little bit earlier. Uh, the concept of aging in place might mean you're going to stay in your neighborhood. You'll move to either a rental apartment, a retirement community, um, a condo that you might purchase. Um, depending, you know, there's, I say 60 plus, I, because there's junior seniors and senior seniors. Yeah. So mm-hmm. someone who's 60 has different needs than somebody who's 85 or 90. Mm-hmm. However, the questions are really the same. Right. Where am I going to go? I would say it's a lot easier to get excited about where you're going rather than where you're leaving, especially if you've been there for 30 or 40 years. Um, it's your home. Mm-hmm. And this, this is a book that everybody uh, who's, who's considering moving, and, and at one point or another, most people do in one form or another. Uh, it's a book that people need to get. Well, and speaking of getting it, I believe Chip's got a special offer and for And that's what our, I was going to ask. Uh, well, tell us, Chip. Yes, anyone that is um, on the Internet, um, you can email me at chip at Chip Barkel, B-A-R-K-E-L dot com. And I'm happy to send you a digital uh, electronic version of my book. That's Those great. that are not, um, get in touch with me. Um, I'm um, all over the Internet, and uh, I'd be happy to deliver or send a paper copy. Uh, have you got a phone number that uh, you can 416-463-6369. One, one okay. more time. 416 463 Six three six nine, and again, it's chip at chip barkel b a r k e l dot com. That's correct. Those are the uh, coordinates to get a hold of our guest. It's been uh, fascinating chatting with you. Thanks so much for coming by, and people want to get a hold of you. Those who fashion, uh, those are the two ways that you can, in fact, find or you, the information. Or you can also reach uh, out through the uh, through us. If, yeah. you, if you lost the phone number, call uh, the Avoid Probate Hotline. 
Right. And and that number, by the way, which you can call uh, toll-free during the course of the week is one eight four four. 667-7628, or you can email info at avoidprobate.ca and enter the mailbag, which is where we're headed at Thanks, Chip, for coming. We'll hope to have you back sometime, I hope. Thanks for having me, and happy Thanksgiving. Back in a moment with more of the Avoid Probate Show. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. My biggest fear with diabetes is going low. I love that the Dexcom G6 has a predictive urgent low soon alert that can warn me before a serious low so I can take action to prevent it. I sleep much better knowing that if my daughter is heading towards a low during the night, the Dexcom G6 can alert me. And it's covered by many provincial health programs and most private insurers. Conditions apply. Learn more at Dexcom.com. The Dexcom G6 is a glucose monitoring system and is indicated for the management of diabetes in persons aged two years and older. Always read and follow the label. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Okay, let's head down to 190 Baldwin, in the heart of Kensington Market, Tom's Place. That's where we're going. Tom Mahalik is there. Hello, Mr. Mahalik. How are you? So nice to hear your voice, Ted Wallace. And Thanksgiving Monday, the store will be closed. We don't close often. We need those few days off of the year. And this is a perfect time to take off. We'll be closed Thanksgiving Monday, but all of the other days are open. So you can come to our store and find the nicest clothing in the world under one roof. You're absolutely right. And with unbelievable deals. And the great thing about it as well is people should know that you're always there by the cash. And whatever you see written on the tag, by the time you get to the cash, that's been reduced. And if you're in a really good mood, which you normally are, it's reduced even further. So the deals are uh, much better than even imaginable when you first see the product. And the product is great. And I can tell you this. I've been shopping there for about 30 years now, Tom. And uh, I still have some of the clothing that I bought that long ago. That's how good the quality is. So let me recommend to people, take the time, head down to Baldwin, 190 in the heart of Kensington Market. Tom's Place is where you'll be. Other than tomorrow, they're open for you seven days a week with the great deals that you deserve. Tom, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and the entire staff at Tom's Place. Ted, thank you very much. You did a magnificent job once again. I love you. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Tom's Place, 190 Baldwin in the heart of Kensington Market. Welcome back to the Avoid Probate Show. You can contact Jason during the course of the week. Info at avoidprobate.ca or toll-free 1-844-667-7628. Let's go to the mailbag, Jason. Thanks, Ted. Uh, we're running low on time. Of course, this hour always goes so fast because Chip was such a great guest. Guest had so much information to share. I do have one quick mail- mailbag I can squeeze in. Recently, I enjoyed a trip up to Midland. You've been to Midland? Yeah, not in a while, no, but I have been there. Same sure. here, yep, where I met this lovely lady, we'll call her Doris. Um, often, list, regular listeners will, will know that I often say when I'm talking about the solution to the probate problem, when you, you move the money over to the insurance company and then put a beneficiary on it and name the kids, the church, the cat, whoever you want. Well, guess who Doris is uh, naming as a beneficiary? Cats. The cats. I'm How not kidding. How many does she have? Four cats. Uh-huh. She is the crazy cat. Admitted. Self-admitted. Self-proclaimed crazy cat lady. She has... Get this, she has a cat house. As she says, there's no red light on it, on this cat house. <laughs> Good. I, she she caught me off guard because I do say it almost every week that we can do that. I'm saying it like tongue-in-cheek, sort of, just to make the point. 
that it's flexible. The uh, beneficiary options are flexible, and and they're not carved in stone. Once you've de- designated the kids as beneficiaries, and you know you can change it anytime you want. That's that's easy to do. I actually made the call to my wholesaler because again, the wholesalers are key for uh, providing service and support to the advisors, and that's why it matters. You know which financial institution you're dealing with because you need. Well, I need good backup. And yeah, the wholesaler said, yes, we can. We are going to name the cats. And Doris was setting aside like $1,000 per cat per year. I don't know the ages of all the cats, but, <laughs> but you know, let's assume there's five years worth of cat life there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a, it's a good chunk of money. It is. Because I, I thought... My my initial reply was... Well, five years, that's $20,000. I know. My initial reply was, put a couple thousand dollars in an envelope, seal it, and write for the cats, and put it somewhere for someone to find. Put it with your mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. And then she's the one who said, a couple thousand dollars. She goes, what are you, crazy? She says, one tooth extraction is $1,000. I'm like, holy cow. She's serious. So anyway, we'll go, we'll, go, <laughs> we'll go to Midland. We'll go to Belleville, which we've done. We'll go to... Millgrove, of course. Hello again to the friends in Millgrove, my new favorite part of the province. Um, we'll go wherever we got to go to help people avoid the probate nightmare. And uh, if it's if it's a if it's a cat or a dog, well, we can do that too. So I'll leave it there for the mailbag for this week. I've got a bunch of stuff that hopefully we'll get to next week. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with a wrap up. We'll be right back. Thanks. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember, insert your name, and we're heartbroken because, insert your name, did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of, insert your name, have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You're listening to the Avoid Probate Show with Ted Walsh and Jason Laidler, who is from Avoid Probate. And again, you can get a hold of Jason during the week, toll-free by dialing 1-844-667-7628 or info at avoidprobate.ca. And for those people who were... Unfortunately, you didn't get the addresses or the phone number and address for our guest. It's chip at chipbarkel, B-A-R-K-E-L dot com. His number, 416-463-6369, and that'll do it for us. Don't forget, uh, if you care to tune into my weekly podcast, you can do so on all the major uh, podcast platforms, or you can go to the, uh, if you're on Facebook, go to Ted Wallace and Podcast page, and you can find out all about it there. And in fact, you can click a button and listen right there on your computer, in case you don't uh, have... That's right, uh, and, and you can do the phone. same thing. Uh, for past episodes of the Avoid Probate Show. That's right. Uh, if you go to the website, which I should have mentioned already, uh, it is the name of the company, www.avoidprobate.ca. The landing page has a button right on the landing page, right in front of your nose. It says click here for past episodes. Um, I want to also say thanks to our guest today uh, for all his information about um, real estate, all things related to real estate and seniors. So thanks to Chip. Thanks to our producer, Kelly, once again, for being awesome. 
Thanks to Ted Walshen for decades of radio excellence, and thank you, Zoomers, for your time today. Have a very happy Thanksgiving, you, Ted, and to all our listeners. Thank you as well. We'll do it again next week. You bet. Thank you for your time. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.